Welcome to Walk Around the Block, where today we talk a few food updates and the art of signature style. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, Well, we made it through the week and almost through the month of January. This has been quite a week. Is it just me? I feel like it's been a week. Um, But we're here. So we have some food-related items to start us off. First of all, McDonald's is bringing back spicy McNuggets next week. My husband is pretty happy about that. Second, have you seen the Lady Gaga Oreos? I am a huge fan of specialty Oreos, but I am not totally sure of the reason behind the Lady Gaga Oreos. It's for her album, but I'm not sure beyond that, like if she's a huge fan or something. Honestly, I've had a hard enough time figuring out the GameStop thing. Like, I get it, but I have questions, you know? But we do have Lady Gaga Oreos. They are pink with green filling. They are on Amazon at an insane markup, so I might have to wait and see if they hit Target. We'll see. Also, Trader Joe's came out with their annual Customer Choice Awards this week. Always curious about that. The two categories of note for me are the favorite treat, so many options to choose from there, and favorite item overall. So the favorite treat winner was, drumroll, dark chocolate peanut butter cups. This is a perennial winner. They won last year too. It's hard to argue with a treat that's good and also makes you feel like a little self-satisfied, like... Oh, peanut butter has protein. Dark chocolate is good for you. (laughs) The dark chocolate peanut butter cups were also a finalist for overall favorite, along with several other perennial favorites, including unexpected cheddar, cauliflower gnocchi, still have never had that, and everything but the bagel seasoning. So those were the finalists. And the winner back on top for 2020 was mandarin orange chicken. I do like the mandarin orange chicken. I have a bag in my freezer as we speak. I tried it a few years ago. I'm pretty sure because of this very list, it's always one of the finalists for overall favorite, and it is great. I do not go heavy on the orange. I heat it up in a bowl and then put the chicken in it, then take the chicken out with like a slotted spoon. So it's coated in it, but not drowning in it. But it really does taste like takeout. Last year's winner was everything but the bagel seasoning, which I do like, but I'm not sure should be the overall favorite. If I had to do an off-the-cuff list of my overall favorites, they would be in no particular order. Uh, Sea salt butterscotch caramels. These are the best. They're chocolate-covered. If you've never had them, just do yourself a favor and go get some or let me know and I will mail you one next time I go. They are so good. Another favorite, power berries. Uh, The cookie butter, the cheese with the cinnamon crust that only comes around in like October. It's the best ever. My husband likes the pancake bread, also a great option. I like uh, several of the freezer options, chicken tacos and lemongrass chicken sticks. My Trader Joe's MVP, though, might be the Demi Baguette ciabatta loaves. Do not sleep on the Demi Baguette ciabatta loaves. I throw them in the freezer and they are perfect, perfect, perfect garlic bread. The best. All right, now that we've got that settled... So I got this book last year that I have been slowly, slowly working through. It's called Don't Overthink It by Ann Bogle. You guessed it. Basically, it's about overthinking. I've skimmed through most of it, but I'm slowly kind of going through each chapter, and I might talk about it more once I'm done with that. But suffice it to say, it's a great book for me, very well-researched, and I totally relate to it. 
So the chapter I'm on talks about how streamlining some of your decisions, whether through routine or habit or whatever, helps free up mental energy for other things. Like for example, what to eat every day, what to wear, things like that. And one of the suggestions was to come up with a signature dish. She said she read about doing that when she was like 22. Basically, it lets you take the focus off worrying about the food and instead focus on the people you're making it for. The author talks about how her friend Lisa would prepare and host these fancy dinners, including one for 18 people. And she was like, how do you do that? You know, like, how does that not totally stress you out? And her friend said the trick was that she served the same thing every time because then she didn't even have to think about it. She'd made it a million times. She knew it was good, so on. I feel like that is one of those things when I read it, I was like, the logistics of it for sure makes sense. Like, yeah, not the best idea for your stress level to make something for the first time when you're having people over, unless it's an occasion or a situation where you're okay admitting failure and ordering takeout if it doesn't work out, let alone the timing of it. I feel like that can always be tricky, making sure everything that needs to be hot is hot at the same time, et cetera, et cetera. So on a practical level, of course, it makes total sense to make something you've made a bunch of times. There's a part of me that like sort of relishes the idea of being known for one really great thing. Like beyond the logistics, that is sort of appealing. Being known as the go-to person for whatever thing, like even a very simple thing. But then there's a part of me that's like, is that allowed? (laughs) Allowed by who, right? Society, I guess. Because there's another part of me that feels like I need to demonstrate to the world that I have discovered this new great recipe and mastered something new. Just another great recipe and a repertoire of great recipes, (laughs) which by the way, could not be further from reality. (laughs) But but why is that? I think I probably feel like if you have your one go-to thing, then it has to be something really good. But then I'm like, false, because if my one go-to thing was dropping off pizza at someone's house, I feel like we would all love a friend like that. A friend who brings us pizza that we don't even order ourselves. I mean, would that friend not be the most favorite friend ever? Of course they would. So I did this little poll on Instagram. Do you have a go-to when you have people over? Do you have a go-to when you take someone dinner? And do you have a go-to treat? Most people, like two-thirds or three-quarters, have a go-to. Some of the options for hosting were chicken tacos, chicken enchiladas, pepperoncini beef roast, and Indian curry, which all sound great. I would not, I would not say I have a go-to for having people over, which probably keeps me from having people over more. Um, I think grilling is usually a good option if the weather cooperates. And I've also liked doing chicken tacos because you can prep a lot ahead of time. Uh, Some of the replies about go-tos for taking dinner were chicken enchilada casserole, soup, a couple people said soup, and something frozen like a pasta or something, which honestly, I probably do not think of doing enough. I probably have more of a go-to when it comes to taking people something. My favorite thing to drop off is tomato soup and sourdough bread and some cookies. The tomato soup is Barefoot Contessa. It's pretty simple. Everyone seems to like it. It can be frozen. It reheats great. It checks all the boxes. Uh, I do not make the sourdough bread. I know my limits. (laughs) I either get a bread bowl or a small loaf from Panera and get it sliced. However, I don't always feel like I can take that to families of several people. I'm not sure why. Do families not eat soup? Of course they do. I'm not sure. 
Finally, some of the options for go-to treats were chocolate chip cookies, multiples there, no-bake cookies, scotcheroos, sugar cookie bars, cupcakes, brownies, all great options. I also asked on Instagram if you tend to make the thing you do best or just the thing that makes the most sense. The reason that I asked is because I too often make chocolate chip cookies. I do like my chocolate chip cookies, but I would not say they are my fanciest or favorite item. I make them because I feel like it is most likely that other people will like them. I think I got into that because I make a lot of things with peanut butter, but I am always worried someone is allergic. And chocolate chip cookies just feel safe. The author of this book says she makes either an almost flourless chocolate cake that she has the recipe memorized for or Barefoot Contessa's Outrageous Brownies if she wants something more casual. I feel like that is sort of the whole point. Foolproof brownies or a cake she's made so many times she knows the recipe like the back of her hand. So there were a few suggestions in this chapter, but I feel like the reason she's included the suggestion of a signature dish is because that's how people connect a lot of times. It's with food or over food. But it's also something that can stress us out and make us overthink it to the point that we're like, it's too much work. Thinking about this reminded me of Joanna Gaines' last cookbook. There's a section in the beginning where she talks about how there was a time in her life where she felt like everything had to be perfect. Like she had to be a perfect mom, a perfect wife, a perfect host. So she would have people over and she would end up feeling drained and stressing out over how it went. Of course, she realized that wasn't sustainable, and so she started focusing on why she was doing it instead of the how. Uh, So she doesn't talk about having a signature dish per se, but she does say that she has a handful of recipes that she always keeps ingredients on hand for, whether it's a meal or a treat, which is kind of the same principle, right? Like saving yourself some unnecessary stress. So I get it. I am buying in, and I am off to decide my signature dish. Or maybe dishes. (laughs) All right, that's it for today's walk around the block. Follow the podcast on Instagram at walkthebluckpod or subscribe on Apple Podcasts where you can also leave a review if you feel so inclined. Thank you to all who have left reviews already. I will see you next week. 